If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we share time-tested strategies to turn your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. Ready to up-level your business and your life? Then you will love listening in on the lively conversations Ursula has with her clients and guests as they share exactly what they did to grow and scale their business exponentially. Plus, you will discover how to experience more freedom, joy, and peace in your business and your life right now. If turning your annual income into your monthly income is your next step, then join us at the next 2X Intensive. Go to UrsulaInc.co slash apply. Welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we talk about turning your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. Super excited to have you back with us today. You're going to love my guest. She's here with us. Her name is Stacey Chalemi. She is amazing. And we're going to talk about how to empower yourself to be a successful businesswoman or man, whoever you are out in the world, this works for everybody. So Stacy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this. I'm very excited to be here. Well, I loved being on your podcast. We'll have to put a link in there for that as well. It was a great interview. And I really appreciated just how like the questions you asked and just the vibe of your show. So I'm excited to interview you today. Oh, Before thank you. That, let's just do like a little housekeeping. Um, if you haven't yet, if you're a new listener, you can go to our homepage at UrsulaInc.co and grab our free gift, which is a masterclass on quantum revenue expansion. It pairs very nicely with the podcast. And we do th three things. We talk about how to expand your quantum revenue container, how to build projections, how to up-level your marketing and your pricing so it's in alignment with your new quantum revenue container. And then third, we talk about how to collapse time and get to your goals even faster. So if you haven't downloaded that yet, it's our free gift for you. And for some of you, I know you've been talking about hanging out at the 2X Intensive with us. If that's of interest to you, I just did one last week and the, the attendees, like so many of them said that their minds were blown, that they totally saw their business in a new way. And they're on their way to 2Xing. A lot of them going from 200,000 to 400,000, 400,000 to 800,000. Like they have the plan to get there. So if you're missing that and you're around about six figures in revenue, definitely come and hang out with us. Because you're a podcast listener, we have a special package for you. So you can go to Ursula Inc ursulainc.co see if I can get this forward slash apply send us a few of your details and we'll book a call with you and we'd love to connect so all right having said all of that let me tell you about Stacy she is a professional speaker and author 
Her vision is to help men and women empower themselves to overcome their obstacles to move forward in life, rediscover their passion, redefine their purpose, and gain the courage to act. And here's the thing, Stacey. I feel like I feel like the world's still a little upside down. Like we've come through the pandemic, which you know, some people have long COVID, some people lost people, some people lost businesses, some people's business are upside down. And then, you know, there's this talk in the world of, are we going into a recession? Are we in a recession? We see big companies doing layoffs. And I think there's a lot of fear. And I know you talk a lot about empowering. You've been through a lot. We're going to talk about that today. But for our listeners, I think this is perfect timing because I invite you to tune out all the garbage that's out there. Like just all the garbage that's being spewed because garbage cells, like clickbait cells, the more, you know, um, what's the word, just the more dramatic, right? The more it sells, the more people will click. Is that the truth? I don't know. Maybe it's somebody's truth, but you don't have to let it be your truth. In fact, this can be the best time to be in business as a small business owner, because you can, you can pivot, you can move your business very quickly with what's shifting out around you. You just have to be paying attention. So I want to invite you into that, into that world today. And I think Stacey, this is the perfect time for you to be here. And so I would love it if you would start by telling your story because you, you've been through it and then some, and your story hasn't stopped you which I think a lot of people might've stopped. Your story has empowered you to have a very successful business and to inspire other people to grow their business. And now you're on this, this speaker journey, doing the speaker tour around the US. So she'll tell you about that at the end. Tell us your story first. Like what, what was your childhood like? What happened to you? And how has that really molded you? Okay, so at the age of five, my I had like a little ear infection and a virus. And uh, my mother heard a gurgling sound in the other went to check on me and I was turning blue and I was in a grand mal seizure. So my parents rushed me to the hospital and they had um, found out that the virus had turned into encephalitis and had traveled to my brain. I was induced in a coma for about four days and they told my parents, most likely if I came out of it, I would be paraplegic or I would have severe brain damage. Now, my father is from an old um, little island in Greece. And he, there was like one church on the island and they had a statue and tears used to roll down the statue's eyes. So he said he was praying by my bedside that everything would be okay. And, and when he looked up a teardrop rolled from my eye, he said, and I opened my eyes up. And the first thing I asked for was McDonald's French fries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I wasn't paraplegic. I didn't have brain damage, but I did end up with epilepsy. To this day, they can't find the scar tissue. They don't know where um, the scar tissue is. They assume that it's probably scattered throughout the brain, but they can't locate it. But I, I, you know, I struggled my whole life with the, with this disorder. And when I got to college, it even became more uh, challenging because in college, the late night studying, trying to get good grades, uh, the stress caused more seizures. So I got to a point where I didn't even think. I was going to be able to finish this. And this was on my bucket list. You know, I wanted to be a college graduate. I wanted to have a successful career and I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. So at that time they had an organization it was called the Epilepsy Foundation. It's in every state. The main one is in Washington and they had a magazine and I wrote to them and I said, could you please publish this article? And I asked people, how do you cope with this disorder? How do you get through life? And surprisingly, three to 400 letters from all over the United States and Canada came to my house. 
And I read every single letter. I just was, you know, I, for the first time in my life, I realized that I wasn't alone and the, the stories were inspiring. And I said, you know, one day I'm going to write a book because I would, when I looked for information on epilepsy, there was none. There was maybe like a couple of books on in the library or on in the bookstore. They were written by doctors and medical terminology. So if you weren't an educated doctor, you would just have no clue what they were saying. It just went right over your head. So that was one of my goals. I was going to take these letters, you know, and I was going to use them to help others. I learned how to I learned, I created my own regiment, reading these letters and seeing what worked for other people. And I was able to get through college. I started, uh, I landed a really big corporate job in the city after college and I was living the life and I was, you know, I was enjoying, you know, my success. And then one day I felt a seizure coming on and I was looking around trying to find like a spot where, you know, nobody was where I wouldn't get you know, where they wouldn't see me, but there was no area to be. So I ended up falling on the floor, having the seizure. I was conscious, but I was frozen. And uh, one of the producers just stepped over me and kept walking. And I could see him just stepping over me. And I couldn't believe that he didn't stop to help me. And then 30 minutes later, a co-producer came over and said, oh, Stacy, I'm so sorry, but you don't make the recommendations. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm, you know, they had, they let me go. And I said, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to, I have dreams, I have goals, and I'm going to, I'm going to complete them. So I walked out of there with my head up high and I created, I started out with a, a freelance business and I actually started working with a lot of big corporate people, writing their content and their speeches for them. And I create, I had come across an herbalist and he wanted me to do a lot of research and writing about um, natural healing. And so I started reading and, and doing all this research for him. And I said, wow, you know, a lot of these things might help me. So I started applying it to my own life. And my seizures from 12 went to nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. And, you know, I got to a point where my seizures were controlled with the combination of medications I was taking and with the holistic living, changing the way I lived, changing the way I ate, you know, everything all combined. And, um, I started to, I, I got married. I finished that book and ended up being a bestseller. Um, I actually, someone had written to me, I got an email and they said, I was on the verge of suicide, but I read your book and I followed your regiment and you saved my life. And wow. that was when the light bulb went off and I realized, well, maybe I wasn't meant to have martinis on a Friday night and buy high heel shoes, you know, and expensive Bahaka books. Maybe I was meant to help people. And, you know, you know, that's when the passion started to ignite. That's when I realized what my purpose in life was. So I created a little website right away. 400 people came on. I don't know if you remember blogger when, when Google gave us a free blog, you know? Yes. Yeah, that was my, that was my first website on blogger. And I said, wow, 400 people came right on to learn about natural healing. And I said, you know, the book I wrote was not just for epilepsy. It could apply to all conditions and all everything. So I started to, you know, I wrote a complete herbal guide, which was to in, introduce all different herbs and all different things that could help different conditions. Then I wrote another book and I wrote another book and it was all self-help books to show people how to cope with life and how to get through life, you know, in all these different ways. I just started branching out. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, my website, I create, I met a, um, a website designer and he says that I can make you a beautiful website. He wrote, made me a beautiful website. I started getting hundred thousands of people coming on the website 
And I started going on TV. I was on the Dr. Oz show. I started doing, you know, different radio and talk shows and, you know, it just blew up and it felt so good because I was helping people. And the biggest, um, you know, pleasure point for me is being able to help people. And, you know, that's how it all began. You know, it just kind of like, it just, it took its way. The journey, I just, I went on one path. I, I ended up on another path and it just, it, it just blew up from there. Wow. Well, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. And, and also I'm like, when I was reading your story originally, just what you must've gone through. And I have a friend who um, had a lot of seizures as a child has less now. And, but like, it's always like, if we're out driving around or something's going on, like I can tell when she gets really quiet and there's that fear that comes up of like, is, am I going to have a seizure? And so just, you know, witnessing her, what she's gone through. I just can't even imagine how challenging it is. And here's a side note, like just totally coincidentally, I was at hanging out with my mom this weekend and we watched the movie brain on fire. Are you familiar with? Yeah, that movie. Um, and that was actually, she had encephalitis that went undiagnosed, like no one could figure out, you know, and they, they put all these other, um, they were going to, um, have her admitted to a psych ward when what she needed was to handle the infection. Right. So it's interesting that, um, you know, especially encephalitis, things like that can be, can be misdiagnosed. And a lot of times are misdiagnosed and then people aren't getting the support that they need and they're having these horrible seizures. So, um, so I love, I love the work that you're doing and getting the word out there. So people know, and obviously you struck a chord because you had all these people that were jumping on board and following you and writing you letters and saying, oh my gosh, Stacey, like this resonates because I can only imagine how, how lonely that journey could be. So tell us the name of your, so what was the first book that you wrote? The first book I wrote was Epilepsy, You're Not Alone. And I actually, during COVID, I rewrote that book because that book was like over 25 years ago. So things have changed so much. So during COVID, I rewrote the entire book. I updated everything. I I reconstructed the book and I actually launched it at the end of uh, 2022 in December. And it's out right now. Epilepsy, you're not alone. It's the new version. Okay, great. So people can find it on Amazon or on your website. Yeah, they can find it on Amazon or they can find it on my website. I have stacychilemi.com or stacychilemispeaks.com. Okay, so we can find it all there. So so from there, so this like your interest in natural healing is growing. You have this blog and this business starts to evolve. So tell us how you made, like when did you make the leap into what felt like, okay, now I do have my own small business that's starting to grow. When I started my my website and and people started to really um, draw to it, I started to look for different opportunities and different ways, you know, that I could monetize it as well, because I was spending endless hours, like 12 hours a day, you know, my husband would be yelling at me to get off the computer Mm -hmm. because I would keep building and keep changing. And, and I would learn, you know, because that's not only a creative side, I was doing the business side as well. So, you know, and in the beginning I had no help, so it was just all me. So I was doing the, the back end and I was doing the front end and, you know, and then I was making the cold calls and the phone calls (laughs) and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot 
lot of work, but it was something I loved to do. And when I would get in front of people and I would speak in front of people, people would, tears will come through their eyes or they, afterwards they would hug me and thank me. And that was the fuel. That was the fuel that kept me going was when I saw how many people I was actually, you know, changing their lives. And if I didn't put an article up or if I didn't do something, people would email me. And it's like, you know, I read your, your, your articles in the morning when I'm having a cup of coffee, you didn't post one, what's going on, you know? So, you know, that's what fueled me. And so in order to do, to invest all that time and effort and to, and to get all these programs to help me, you know, I had to monetize it and figure a way to make the income so I could actually keep the business going. And honestly, when people spend so much time in a business, whether it's a business to help people improve their lives, or it's just a regular business with a product or service, you're still entitled to monetization. You're still entitled to receive, you know, uh, uh, money for your services because you're, you're not just improving lives, but you're, you're investing all all this time. So, yeah. you know, I figured out ways to monetize my business and I just kept moving because you know what drew me was just I loved helping people. So, it was just it was an ongoing thing and um, you know, the business just kept growing and growing. And you know, you have your ups and downs because like you said with the economy, you know, when think when covid came, things changed. People didn't have money to invest. So, you know, you have to figure out ways also to kind of back yourself up like you're you have have to have that emergency savings, you know, just right. in case things aren't going exactly the way you, you want it to go. Yeah. There's that expansion. And then sometimes there's that contraction and sometimes there's expansion and contraction. And like for everyone who's listening, you know, pat yourself on the back because you're still in business. That's what I've been telling all my clients, like it's yeah. a rough road, but yet like, you know, for anyone who, any business who survived and thrived the pandemic, I feel like a recession is going to be like, oh, well, we can figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out, you know, and being in community and listening to the podcast and staying inspired is what makes the difference. And yeah. so Stacy was interesting. So I'm sure so many listeners can relate to like, I was working 12 hours a day. I was wearing all the hats. I was doing the cold calls. I was doing the fulfillment. Like we've all, we've all been there. And then, and then things start to shift, right? Like you, you really like they're like, you hit a tipping point as Malcolm Gladwell says. So yeah. do you remember the moment, like your annual income became your monthly income and like what changed for you when there was just, there was more money left at the end of the month than there were bills. I think, you know, it was when I realized who my audience really was and what my audience really liked. I realized in time that it's not always what we like and what we think is great. We have to really figure out who who is drawn into us, what yeah. audience, what age group, what subjects, you know, what do these people want from us? Because sometimes we don't look at the audience, we don't look at the age group, we don't understand who are who are the people who really are are you know absorbing the information and really benefiting from the information. And once you figure out who your audience is and you figure out you know the age group and what they really want from you, then you can shift that you could you don't have to change yourself, but you have to, you know, maybe maybe tweak it to that that type of audience because it's really not what you want and what you think is great. It's what your audience wants and what they think is great. And yeah, that's when things started to shift. It's just a great point. And I think we have to remember that 
we're typically, we're ahead of our audience, right? Yes. Because we're like, we might only feel like we're in first or second grade, but our, you know, our audience might be in kindergarten with some of these things. And so we forget like how far we've come or pretty soon we're like in high school. And then maybe we have middle schoolers who are following us. So we get a master's degree. Now it's like a high school crowd that wants to hang out because you keep evolving. Your business keeps evolving. And then your, your clients do too. It's a great, it's a great reminder. And to keep that evolvement happening. So one of the things I love to ask our um, interviewees is the, what was the biggest myth, Stacy, about money that you had to overcome? I think, you know, people I've, I've realized that, and we all go through it at times that we get impatient because we think, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, we want everything. We want to see results right away and it doesn't happen like that. You know, I think, I think one of the best coaches that I, I've talked to, he kind of, he kind of created, you know, an visual aspect where he was saying, you know, it's like rocks, like, you know, you get one of those pretty little, you know, jars, you have to fill out the big rocks on the bottom. Once the big rocks get to a certain level, then you could put, start putting the medium size, then the pebbles, and then you have all these different colors and it, it's, it looks nicely organized. Well, the big rocks are, rocks are our platform. Once we, once we get that platform stable, then we could actually, you know, move on and move on. But that takes time. For some people, it might, it might take a year or two, you know, for some people it might take, you know, it might take, you know, everyone's different accordingly, you know, but don't expect results to happen right away. And it doesn't use a lot of hard work goes into it also, you know, people, you know, if you're not going to want to put in the dedication and the time and you're not, and you have to wait, if you don't have the patience to wait, then you're not going to, you're not going to see the results that you really want to see. And don't compare yourself to like Tony Robbins or, you know, Alex Mosey, you know, you can't compare yourself to the big people. You are who you are. Don't, you know, you could use them as mentors and, and idle and listen to their advice, but you are not them. And they're on level 33 and you're on level between zero and one. So you really have to work within your means and you have to make sure you have a platform. Once you, you ha have a platform, you're going to know it's time to move on. You're, you're just going to get that inner, inner instincts that, okay, my, my platform's done. I can go to the next set level and I can go to the next level. And then, you know, as time goes on, everything starts to build and stabilize and you start to see growth and you start to see productivity and you start to see all, you know, the profits and, and, and it, it feels good because all this hard work you put in, you know, especially for me, I'm, I'm helping people, but I'm also, you know, I've created a successful business and it makes me feel good, but it didn't happen overnight. I've been in this yeah. business for 25 years and it took me a long time because especially in our society, like between, between the way our, our, our economy is and the way everything changes consistently, especially in the digital world and how everything is consistently changing, you have to keep up with all these things. So Absolutely. it's not an easy task. Yeah. Yeah. Such, I mean, it's, it's the patience part, I think is what will really resonate with people because it is like, we just, we're just like, we want the results now. And yeah, we can, when we compare and contrast and look out at everybody else, we forget that they, they've been in business for a long time. They've been fine tuning things for a long time. They've been investing for a long time too. And it does does there is no overnight success, right? It's like yeah. maybe someone popping out. Yeah. They probably just put 20 years in, not just, but they've probably been at this for a while. And all of a sudden, yeah. like they hit a tipping point and something shifted. Yeah. So when, so as you know, business owners are growing their businesses and as over the last 25 years, as you've grown yours, 
What are your top two tips for busting through an income ceiling? So if someone keeps hitting, let's say they're at 200,000, 200,000, 200,000, they just can't seem to bust through or they're, they hit 300,000, they're just, meh. what are your best two tips for busting through that? I think when you see yourself at a plateau, you have to start realizing that maybe it's time to start changing things, or maybe it's time to start doing different things and bringing in different things. Because sometimes we get stuck in a, in a certain, in a, in a certain way of doing things. We have a regiment and this is what our business consists of. And this is what we do. But when things plateau and you, you're not moving accordingly and you're not hitting those goals, one, you got two choices, either you become satisfied with what you have and just live a life accordingly. Or if you still want to grow, then you need to look for different options because maybe, you know, everyone's had enough of this already. You know, they, they have the information, they got the message, they got the products, you know, but you're going to stay at that plateau because you're going to have consistent customers buying the products at the consistent time, or you're going to be, you know, you're going to, you're given the same message. You ever go to a concert and, and you've been to that guy's concert or that girl's concert a couple of times and the music is the same and they're saying the same phrases. Well, how many times are you going to go to the concert? If you know exactly what they're going to do, you're going to get bored of it. So it's time for change. It's time to give them a little bit of excitement. Oh my God, what's this? You know, something new. And then they, you know, they want to know what's going on. And if you give them little bits and pieces and you don't give them the whole thing at once, you give them a taste, they're going to yeah. want more and more, more and more. So, you know, you kind of draw in the crowd, you know, through just little bit tiblets of taste and, you know, it, and it excites them. It's especially, you know, cause they can't have it all at once. So they're thriving for more. It's like, you know, well, you only gave me this, you know, I want the whole thing, yeah. you know? So then it, it makes them want to, you know, really get in and, 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 st and that's when you can have the growth. Keep them engaged and make sure you're offering some new things. Keep them excited about what you got. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So here's, here's kind of a more of a quantum spiritual question. So once you've hit a certain level, do you believe it's possible to stay in that energy frequency? So you bust through a plateau or an income ceiling, like what, you know, and you do feel different. Like there's a different feeling. It's a different, we can call it frequency. We can call it a feeling. Do you believe it's possible to stay in that next level? For me personally, no, because like for me, my personality is when I get to one level, then I set goals for the next level. It's just so my personality. Way, you're not going this way. So you I'm not going this way. I'm going this way. Say this, so you believe it's possible to stay here and then expand even more is what you're saying. Yes, you can. And like I said before, you could either be satisfied and stay there. But for me personally, I have to set more goals and try to and, and grow because I just... It's, it's just how I, my DNA is built. You know, it's just, I love, I love challenging myself and I love achieving. So when I get to one point, I, you know, I, I, I can do it for so long, but then I kind of go with my inner instincts, you know, everyone's different, but I kind of go with my inner instincts. And if my inner instinct says, go for it, you know, I'll go for it. If my inner instincts telling me, you know, I think just stay with this, be satisfied, you know, be happy with what you have. I listen to myself because for me, spiritually, I always believe we all have the answers within us. And it's, it's, it's being able to connect with our mind, body, and soul and to listen to what our body and what our mind is really telling us, because, you know, we know the answers. It's just deep and it's digging deep inside and figuring it out. 
And, you know, there's ways to do that. And I, I actually write about that in my book, my, my newest book, Empower Yourself and Don't Let Your Conditions Empower You. I want to talk about that. So you, you've written, is it 21? I'm trying to remember what I was reading. How many books have you written? About 20 books. Yeah. 20 books. That's what I thought. Okay, good. I was like, it's stuck in my head somewhere. Um, so tell us about this new book about really empowering yourself. Like what inspired you to write the book? Cause 20 books is a lot. I get that. So that the fact that you had one more book in you and you probably have a hundred more books in you. So what inspired you to write this book and you know, how, how can it help our listeners? Well, during COVID, you know, I really, I was going through a lot and, and I had family members that were suffering with illness during COVID and there was just a lot of things going on. And I got to a point where I was like, oh, how am I going to get through this? You ever feel like a pot of boiling water and yeah. it's like, you know, the flame goes on and then, you know, it could only boil for so long before it boils over. And I was getting to that boiling over part. It was just so many things in my life going on. It was like, you can only handle so much as a human being. And, you know, I was getting to that point where I, I just started writing. I was just, I was like, you know, I, I, you know, we all have the power within us. You know, we all can get through obstacles in life. It's learning how to get through those obstacles. And that's what the book was about. Because after I was going through a lot, and I started to, I started to actually understand, you know, how to get through these obstacles. I wanted to share it with everyone else. And when I say empower yourself, don't let your conditions empower you. It's not, it's, it could be about stress. It could be about anxiety. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be about an illness. You know, I talk about in the beginning of the book, I talk about myself, like I did with you to give people an idea of obstacles. Like, you know, we can go through some pretty, you know, challenging obstacles, but if I break it down a simplistic way of how we can go through step one, step two, step three, because we all carry the empower with it in us. We all have that power. Sometimes it gets so overwhelming life that we just, we just lose it. We feel like we get, we're in a hole and we just don't have it in us to get out of it. And that's, that's when it's the most important to start really, you know, figuring out a plan and, and taking small little baby steps to get yourself out of that hole and to get yourself moving forward in life and, and to work on that self-esteem and that inner strength. I call it the faith, courage, wisdom, strength, and hope, you know, and if you have all those components and you start utilizing them, you could really, you know, accomplish anything. And we all, you know, everybody has a story to tell. Everybody's had challenges, but some people handle it a little better than others. And when we all get, we've all gotten to that point where we just, I don't think I can do it anymore, you know? And that's when we have to really back up and figure out, you know, ways to help each other. And I even talk about journaling in the book and I created a journal called the Positivity and Gratitude Journal because the power of positive thinking is so powerful. Getting that negativeness away from us and really drawing in the positive things of life. Because even when we go through we go through um, really harsh things in life. You know, I say to people, yeah, actually, you know, I'm, 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 I have, you know, I'm happy that I got epilepsy and they look at me like I'm freaking crazy, but I would not be the person I am today. I would not look at people the same way. I don't think I would be as compassionate. I don't think I would be as caring because when I look at people, I see the beauty within. I don't look at people and look at people materialistically and I don't judge people. And that's because I've been through so much my, in my entire life and I've helped so many people and I've been a bit a big advocate. I, I look at people differently, but I would not be that person unless I've gone through all the things I've gone through today. So sometimes I think things happen for a reason. And, you know, and no matter what happens in life, think about it. We always get through it. 
you know, it, in life, you know, we go through challenging times, but eventually we do get through it and we're able to move on. So it's, it's when we're going through those challenging times and we can't focus and we don't have the clarity and we're losing it and the boiling water is going all over the place and we're feeling burnt. It's time to really break things down and figure out how to get through it yeah. and how to move forward and not get stuck, you know, and not, you know, some people, you know, give up on life and we don't want to get to that point. So the book is about how to really get yourself from point A to point Z and be able to do it in, 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 in certain steps and, you know, in 10 steps, you could become a new person and have a new life. Yeah. So say the title again. So it's empower yourself. Don't let your conditions empower you. Don't let your conditions empower you. And we can find that on Amazon and your website. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. We'll have that in the show notes too. So thank you for sharing that because we talk a lot about mental health on this show. I like in my own family, there's a lot of depression, um, anxiety. I had a grandfather who committed suicide, which isn't talked about a lot in my family at a time when it was very stigmatized and yes. like, it was off. Like what my grandmother, she lost 30 pounds, I think in a week, like, cause no one was supporting her. She was part of a church at the time that like, it was anyway, you can imagine. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so myself, like I've, I've had to really stay on top of my mental health and really pay attention to that. And no one talks about it. So we talk about it here because we want to normalize, um, yeah. normalize that conversation so that people don't feel alone. And there's times Stacy, like, I think when our brains can really take us to weird places or when, you know, some dark thoughts can come in and oh, yeah. want to encourage people who are listening to, to know that you're not alone. You're meant to be listening to this today. Maybe it's some, some physical challenges that have you down. Maybe it's some business challenges that have you down. I just want you to know, we care about you and I'm so glad you're here and I hope you're feeling the love from Stacy and I today. And Stacy, you mentioned this. So I'm going to ask because there's the one side of like, having our spiritual practices and, you know, really like what, what I think all the juiciness is empower in the book, your book, empower yourself on how to stay on track up here, like with our mental mindset, but you also have, you bring the, the health aspects in, in terms of like what we should eat and what we shouldn't be eating. And, and of course this show, like we record this in the U S we have um, listeners all over the world. And I think in other places in the world, it's easier. To, it's almost easier to get food that doesn't have as many additives or doesn't like our food in the U S is pretty messed up. Let's just yeah. say that. <laughs> so I'd love to hear if you're willing to share, because I know this is something near and dear to your heart. Like what are, like, what are a few health, like health tips for our entrepreneurs who might be having like feeling high stress and maybe moving through a high stress time? Like what are some key things that you do that keep you on the up and up? Well, I think, you know, a lot of times when people go through stress, you know, you have to really step back and, and have some quality time, some renewed time. And, and a lot of people, especially business people, they think that their business can't be run without them, you know, and, or they bring home the business with them and they don't hang up their coat. That coat is always on them. And, you know, you get so stressed out that 70% of illnesses are caused by stress alone. And, you know, stress can kill you. Stress yeah, can put yeah. you in depression. Stress can cause suicide. And people have to realize that it's a, it's serious. When you're starting to feel really stressed, 
that could lead to burnout and burnout, you know, you could just end up passing out on the floor. You can end up, you know, not being able to function. And how are you supposed to run a, a, a good business if you can't even focus, if you're burnt out? A lot of these people I know go through, they can't even sleep at night. They have insomnia because subconsciously they're always thinking about, you know, oh my God, this is happening. That's happened. I have to fix this. I have to do that, you know? And you have to realize you need to take time out. You know, I like meditation and some people, you know, I always suggest that in the morning, you only can, you know, 15 minutes of meditation before you get up and you start your day could actually be very beneficial because it cleanses the mind, it cleanses the body, it kind of puts clarity and you're able to be relaxed and you're able to handle things better. Also spending, taking time out to actually have some quality time. If you're married or you have a partner, you know, spend time with that partner. Sometimes you're, you're consistently on your computer or on your phone, or, you know, you constantly doing stuff and you're not having quality time. And that could actually hurt the relationship as well. So, you know, and having that intimacy or having that connection with somebody you love could actually help reduce stress as well. And also what we put into our bodies, just like you said, people don't realize that every single thing you put into your body has an effect on your body. If you're, you know, our, our body, you know, our world is full of toxins in the only time when our that our world actually improved was during COVID when all the industrial, you know, um, boats were going back and forth and they couldn't travel and, you know, uh, big companies shut down and, you know, everything, you know, I think for the first time in God knows how long the ozone layer closed, you know, and we weren't able to, to get certain, certain types of food, but most of the foods that we have in the United States are condemned in, in Europe and lots of other places. And they're not allowed to sell these foods because all these adjectives and all these preservatives that they in, put into our food, when you got, when you're eating these processed foods, because processed foods will, will, basically can cause illness because what it goes into your body, your body doesn't know what it is. So it stores it. That becomes a toxin stored in your body. After so much time, those, those toxins actually slow down your organs. They, they, and you become sluggish, you become tired, you become, your body doesn't know how your brain changes. There are certain foods like those ramen noodles that the college kids love that actually changes the chemistry of the brain and it causes, you know, changes on, on in certain areas and it, you can't think, you know, clearly. And a lot of these foods, you know, with the red dye and the yellow dye, a lot of our, they just do this to make the food look pretty, but could cause cancer. So, you know, and a lot of these foods could actually make you feel sluggish. Your body has to work harder to break it down and digest it. Have you ever eaten a meal and then afterwards you feel tired? Yeah. Well, you're you're feeling tired because your body is working really hard to break down that food, you know, so that it's just telling you, you know, that food really isn't good for me. You know, um, it's not working for me. And, you know, and with, with relaxing, I, I also suggest like essential oils or even like an Epsom salt bath, essential oils, you have lavender, you have passion fruit. Those are great, you know, different types of essential um oils and also, you know, they're in the Epsom salts that, you know, Dr. Teal, I like, it's very natural yeah, and it's, it's, 
Yeah. And it's not expensive, you know, it's not overpriced and it can help you relax. And even CBD, they have the CBD gummies and they have the CBD or oral. I kind of like the oral better, you know, because it, with the CBD gummies, a lot of these companies are kind of taking advantage of people and they're just sprinkling a little bit on the top. And you think that the gummy is actually the CBD, but it's not, it's the little, it's a coating on, on the outside of the CBD. So, you know, it's good to look into what's a good company and what's not a good company. Is yeah. it organic? You know, you want to make sure a lot of the foods that we eat aren't organic. And, and the reason why is because we can't afford organic. But there are certain foods that we should eat organic and there are certain foods that we can get away with it. Like for eggs, for instance, they, there's so many hormones that they inject into those chickens that could. And when the if you saw I, there was a book I read, Vegan Verse uh, Vegetarian. And if you saw what they do to the animals, you'd want to become a vegan or a vegetarian because it, it's 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 so horrifying. They'll take hundreds of chickens, compress them together. Sick yeah. chickens will get other sick chicken chickens. Then they'll put antibiotics into the chickens and they'll give it to all the chickens so they all don't get sick. And right. then they they put hormones so the eggs look nice and bigger. But all those hormones and antibiotics are going into yeah. our bodies. Yeah. And you know, what kind of effect do you think they're having on our, on our brain, on our body? That's why you see eight-year-olds starting to develop breasts mm -hmm. and, and go and have menstruation a lot earlier. You know, it's changing the structures, you know, of our, our, our chemistry, our body chemistry, and that's affecting your brain and that's yeah. affecting your body. So it's, you know, all these things and, you know, um, they, they inject the chickens, you know, with, uh, different things, you know, even the Swedish fish, the candies they use to put car they dip it in car wax and make it look shiny yes. so you know it's like i think is it is it clorox that they dip they dip into the uh, carrots to keep it uh fresher so. and yeah. then it's like when it's when it's white you could start to see the clorox you know so it's like this is what we're putting in our bodies well what do you think it's doing to the chemistry of the brain also if it's if it's hurting our bodies what is it doing to our brain yeah you know? well and i think it's a like I get like, of course, you know, organic foods are going to be more there. They are more costly. However, if you shop, like, I mean, like Aldi's is a good example. There's some good examples where there's, you know, some less expensive, I think versions of it, but also I find that when you don't buy a lot of the processed stuff and you kind of shop the outside aisles, you can, it, you can be creative. It costs about the same. Mm -hmm. It's just being committed to, it's really being committed to educating yourself. And we can talk about this all day long. I'm glad you touched on it because um, I, it can help so much. It can help just like taking care of yourself can help with the brain can help with what you're able to do. And I think, especially for women, like we really guys too, but I think women, like, especially with all the hormonal things we deal with, we have to be extra vigilant about that. You mentioned, you know, what's happening with young girls. So thank you for that. All right. I can keep you here forever, but we are running out of time. And what I want to make sure you have time to talk about some potential next steps. So talk about, um, I know you're, you, um, you're speaking on a lot of stages and you also take clients. So what do you have for our listeners? So with, um, uh, with my, I do coaching and I call it empowerment coaching. And basically it's to give people the tools to be able to move forward in life. You know, for business people, sometimes we get stuck and we don't know how to move forward or we are just like, you know, a lot of, a lot of business people, you know, especially in startup businesses, they get a little bit inconfident. They underscale themselves. They don't think, you know, the, what they're producing is, is a value of what, the, what it should be. And a lot 
lot of people get stuck where they're working so hard, but they're not making enough. And it's because they need to upscale. They need to feel confident and they need to really believe in themselves. And for other people, you know, burnout is an issue and, and not being able, you know, and there's so many different, you know, things you can tap into, but with empowerment coaching, you basically, you're teaching people a lifestyle change, how, you know, looking at the problem and figuring out a personalized way to overcome that problem. So, you know, I like to, when I coach, I like to do it, you know, every, I don't have a standard, um, you know, way of doing things. It depends what the person's issues are and what their goal is. And then we create a, a program that is specifically personalized for them. So I give a 30 minute program. Yeah, um, they can go on stacychalemi.com and sign up for the consultation. And I could speak with them and go over some things and give them some tips. And then, you know, if they want to continue coaching, we create, could, could create a personalized program for them. And for speaking, I like to work with different corporate associations. I, I work with everybody, basically, you know, associations, organizations, small groups, churches, every, anyone who wants to be able to, you know, empower themselves and learn how, you know, I try to help uh, men and women overcome, you know, challenging obstacles in life. Okay. And I talk about, you know, how, you know, I give motivational speeches and how to do that. So, you know, if they're interested in my speaking, uh, having me speak, you know, for them, you know, you can go on Stacy Chalemi speaks, Dot com and it's uh, s-t-a-c-e-y and then it's c-h-i-l-l-e-m-i and then it speaks for for the uh dot com for the uh for the speaking website and we'll have all of that in the show notes so anyone if anyone's interested and feeling the pull definitely check there and reach out to stacy so stacy this has been wonderful thank you for sharing so much information and sharing your story which i know is going to be inspiring to our listeners we're just grateful for all everything that you shared today and we wish you your best year yet. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I, I really appreciate you having me on your show. Yeah, my pleasure too. Thank you. And to our listeners all over the world, thank you for hanging out with us. We love you. If there's anything we can do, definitely email us. You can reach out at contact at ursulainc.co and, or if you have topics that you'd like for us to talk about, make this your best month yet. And we'll see you back next time. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.